welcome to the Lost Cause podcast. I'm your DM, Josh Wilkinson, and I'm joined, as ever, by my uh, belligerent guests. I am joined by Harris. Halcyon, Vial, State Rays, here and ready to go. I am joined by Lexus. Don't know what you're on about. We are a delight always. Bill, I agree too, except for the Halcyon. You know, he's... He's 50-50. I'm joined by Kale. It's Scream here, and don't lie, you love us. And I'm joined by Jade. Better known as Tria, but more beloved as nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we get into our recap, we have a very interesting review review, unseen by most of the crew here. Because I'm taking over for the Ooh. review review today, baby. Whoa. Now, uh, Harris and Jade, please open <laughs> the images I have sent to you. The <laughs> image with the blue bar at the top is the start of our story. Team, this review review will be a quick radio play. <laughs> what? Ooh. Jade will be playing <laughs> the narrator. Harris will be playing Halcyon and I will be playing Celia. <laughs> yes, I, I I'm looking at this for the list. I'm looking at this. This is like three pages, and and if it wasn't for the amount of effort that seems to have gone in here, I would not do this. But I'm going to play along. Jade, would you like to take us away? Of course, I'm ready. It had never been love at first sight for Halcyon. He didn't even like Celia and had claimed he found her revolting. He tried to get Celia fired from her job, and even tried framing her for crimes she had never done. Despite all that effort, Halcyon made to get Celia banished to the crag, he failed every single time. For Celia, though, it was definitely love at first sight. Celia is a well-beloved lady to everyone in Titan. She is always helping everyone in need and is the kind of person to remember your birthday and bring you cake to work so you feel special. Seems like a lot of ed- er- editorializing, I'm just going to say, but that's fine, whatever. One late, foggy afternoon, Halcyon was on a hunt for special items for his collection in the woods. Ah, I can't see. Oh, darn, my light is very useless. I can't see properly with this stupid fog. And this torch is not helping guide my way. I am writing this down in my book. This is ridiculous. Halcyon is making his way through thick fog and over jumbled tree roots, when all of a sudden... Ah! My leg! Help! Anyone, please, out there, help me! Ah! Halcyon screamed for dear life hoping someone would hear and rescue him. Meanwhile, Celia had just finished work, and it was a bit later than her usual hours, but today was one of those days that the paperwork was just never-ending. Oh, what a day. I cannot wait to get home, feed my pet mouse, and have a glass of wine. Time to get home. (laughs) As Celia walked home and passed through the woods... She heard someone screaming. In pain? (laughs) 
Hello? Is anyone out there? Celia saw a faint silhouette from a distance and decided to walk closer to it. Help, help me, please. Something got my leg. I'm in so much pain. Halcyon? Halcyon, is that you? Oh no, not you. What are you doing here? Did you do this to me? Is this part of your plan? Oh, Halcyon, even though you're in grave pain, you'll still make hilarious jokes. Here, <laughs> let me help you. Oh no, it looks like you've stepped into a bear trap. No, unhand me, fa- <laughs> <laughs> Unhand me, you foul woman. I don't need your help. Let me go. I can die here. <laughs> <laughs> don't be silly. I cannot leave you here. That would be a very unlizardly thing for me to do. Celia ignored Halcyon's nonsense and carried on helping him by prying the bear trap off his leg. Ah, ah, careful. Ah. While Celia continues working on freeing Halcyon's leg, he can't stop staring at her and wondering why she still helps him in spite of all the negativity he had thrown at her. An odd new feeling began to bloom but Halcyon quickly crushed it. Ah, why, why are you helping me? Ah. Almost there. I'm going to count down from three, and when I say one, I need you to pull out uh, pull out your leg back, okay? <laughs> oh, that seems like kind of poor writing. Oh, okay, okay, yes, I'm ready. Three, two, one. Ah, I am free. Now, <laughs> now, now we need to patch you up. Oh no, it's okay. I can handle myself from here. I shall be fine. The scratch, it's nothing. Halcyon tries walking, but falls to the ground before he can take another step. Ah, <laughs> oh, so many arms. <laughs> Here, let me help you. My house is just around the corner. I can clean up your wound and dress it. Celia grabbed him and helped him walk towards her house. Halcyon couldn't stop wondering why Celia was being so nice to him. At Celia's house, Celia sat Halcyon on the couch, fed her pet mouse some cheese, grabbed two glasses of dragon's breath drink and her healer's kit. Here, I have a feeling you'll need a drink after all this. Let me tend to the gash in your leg. What is this drink? <laughs> what is this drink? Is it poison? Ah, <laughs> you're truly funny, Halcyon. It's just dragon's breath. Celia continues to clean up Halcyon's cuts. Oh. <laughs> Halcyon takes a sip from his glass. It's a nice drink for sure. I need to write this in my book. Um, Celia, why are you helping me from all the things I put you through? <laughs> you still continue to be nice to me, and you even rescued me from being trapped. Halcyon, I care about you. Ever since we met, I knew we would get along just fine. Plus, you haven't really harmed me. You might have just been playing hard to get. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha! 
What? Hard to get? You clearly read everything wrong. But after today, I must admit, I've never met anyone quite like you in all of Titan. I may have misjudged you. I suppose I'm sorry for how I treated you tonight. And, and I cannot believe I would say this, but it would be, but it would ungoblin of me <laughs> if, if I did not acknowledge all the effort today for you helping me out. I thought I was going to die there. I thought it was over for me. Oh, Halcyon, it was nothing. I'm happy I was there at the right time at the right place. And I'm glad that you are safe now. Halcyon cannot help but stare at Celia and feel that same odd feeling from before. This time, it was harder to ignore. All right, your wound is all cleaned and patched up. I would suggest that you sleep here tonight and recharge for tomorrow. Walking on that leg is not going to be easy. Halcyon tried one last time to crush that feeling in his heart. No, I won't demean myself by sleeping in this dump. I am leaving. Celia looks a little crestfallen. It is totally your choice to stay or not. The couch is all yours for the night, and a spare blanket is next to you. Anyway, I'm going to leave you to it. I need a shower, and there's blood all over me, and I need to sleep soon. Good night, Halcyon. As soon as Celia leaves, Halcyon starts gathering his things and is eager to leave, but... Oh, ah, my leg. It still hurts. What am I doing? I couldn't have been more rude, and besides, I don't have the energy to run away. Not only did Halcyon decide to stay the night, he even woke up early the next day, set the table, and made breakfast. This would later be known as their first date. Hey, good job, team. Well, Thanks guys, for... I think we can end the, the podcast there because I don't think we're going to get better than that. That was, uh, yeah. we peaked. We absolutely yeah, peaked. That's... <laughs> great, great. <laughs> Credit to the writer. Great writing. Loved it. Um, and, and also, credit to our team that played all the parts. You guys did fantastic. Um, so this, this review for me is going to get uh, 3D6 just uh 3d12 up or oh, not even that 3d 20s added up um Ooh. oh you got a nat 20 bud nat 20 plus an 8 is 28 plus Beautiful. 15 is a bunch of numbers that uh equal <laughs> <laughs> equal something equal 43 there you go you got 43 well fucking done high score yet i mean <laughs> <laughs> While while Harris collects his thoughts, personally, this beautiful. Uh, I loved this review. I love performing in this review. I think there could have been a little bit more effort put in by some people. Um, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but written perfectly. The, the narrator and Josh and, and Josh and the narrator and Celia. Well done. Congrats. Uh, honestly, I think those are the best bits. Uh, this gets a seven out of seven for me. Oh, the earth just broke. Oh. Brutal. I mean, I don't think I need to say a huge amount. It's just perfection. More than what we asked for. It's great. 
uh, I'm, I'm going to give you a platinum trophy. You have achieved all, all of the trophies. It, what more can I say? Perfection. Um, I, I think to whoever who, who did write this, whether you wanted to be credited or not, um, it was an incredible piece of work. Thank you for doing that. Um, I've never seen such brilliant propaganda. Um, <laughs> because that is what this is. You wrote Celia as a far more favorable character than she should be. Um, why would a lizard folk own a mouse and not eat it? Insane <laughs> propaganda to its highest form. But thank you for writing it. I did like it. It felt like I was in a primary school play. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to give this four thumbs up. We asked Whoa. for fan fiction and we got fan fiction team. That the fabled was fabled fourth thumb. Yeah. <laughs> fabled. Uh I I have no notes. Incredible. I I'm I I'm lightheaded from all the laughing I was doing, but it was not my line rate. <laughs> and I think that speaks volumes more than I could say. Well, after I guess probably my favorite. My favorite review review so far. Uh if you want to send us your fanfiction, uh, lostcospod at gmail. Do it. We'll read it out if it's really good or really bad. That's what we said last time, and we stuck to it. We stuck to our guns. Just don't make it too long, otherwise we won't be able to fit it all in. Uh okay, cool. <laughs> Moving on from that. I am lightheaded. Uh the recap. Who's doing the recap today, team? Yeah. Last time. Sorry, I just need to move on from... You sound out of breath. Just need to move on from that. Last time on the Lost Coast podcast, saw uh, round two of Titan Games continuing, but not for our friendly neighborhood disco union, uh, but for the Piku Guard, the Pintorum Internal Compliance... What's the O stand for? Operatives? Officers. Officers. There it is. Uh... Down a man immediately from round one. It was the old man enemy uh, made old recently by Squeeb Zolti, the kobold, uh, who was just seemingly going mad. Uh, and, and Squeeb's good friend, Krinst, the wizard who had been uh, conscripted uh, to the guard. They went out um, un- uncertain of their ability to to succeed but not before uh, the disco union had unionized them into helping them win uh, with an offer of magic support and general chicanery uh, in doing so they started off and things looked bad immediately so squeeb jumped into action and did nothing for two turns uh, <laughs> apart from create a truly insane plan with Vidir the weaver uh, which we're all very grateful he did not commit to uh, Halcyon used his magic uh, pen to create a small spider, which turned invisible and created a dis- distraction on the other team, climbing all over the giant Etten uh, bash and or crash. Uh, that was then hyped up by Tria and Crixia and Halcyon, all really adding to the mania of it, leading to crash and bash starting to fight each other, leading to one arm cold clocking one head, and knocking it out, leaving Bash and Crash as one autonomous being known as Bash Crash. <laughs> uh, the party watched on in concern against the Piku Guard as we saw the Sand Mephits 
just completely lay waste to Zolti uh, with crits and damage left, right, and center, um, and ending Squeeb's kind of enemy's life. So, yay? But then leaving Squeeb's friend Krinst alone. Uh, but luckily, a well placed Thunder Wave managed to finish off the last of the Sand Method. But that means Krinst, Squeeb's friend, is all alone for the last two rounds. And we, as the Disco Union, have to make sure Krinst gets to the final round so he can kill us for us to succeed with the mission that we've had for the Pentorum. And that is where we are now. Uh, skating by by the skin of his teeth <clears throat> Krinst is alive but things do not look good for the next round of combat <clears throat> Bash Crash uh, after struggling against the odd little ink spider will eventually manage to find it and squish it uh, doesn't need to roll it will be dead dead I imagine it doesn't have a lot of hit points yeah it's a rat <laughs> statistically <laughs> <laughs> there is a small amount of time for everyone to prepare themselves as the upcoming rounds are well effectively as the, the arena is cleared, prepared and uh, Verdeer sort of vamps to the crowd uh, but you have some time now if you would like to strategize or talk to Kritzt I have a um uh I'd just like to put in a request for shenanigans, Dan. <clears throat> um, is there a way that I could be annoying enough to interrupt the ability to short rest? <laughs> like, imagine trying to sit and rest while someone was, like, yelling nonstop directly at you. Because I really don't want Bash Crash <laughs> to be able to heal. I've, look, I've, uh, you've submitted the form. I've read it. Uh, it is good. Um, if anyone could annoy people into not getting a short rest, it's Halcyon. <laughs> Let's be honest. Just flirt with him. Don't even have to be annoying. Yeah, I'm going to go over to the bars and I'm going to use prestidigitation constantly to make harmless sensory effects, a shower of sparks, a puff of wind, musical notes, odd odors, and I'm just going to like blow kisses while doing that at Bash Crash. Constantly to distract him from <laughs> resting or focusing. Romy. You're a big strong man now, Bash Crash. <laughs> I don't know how this makes me feel, but I am feeling something. Uh, roll me a persuasion check, I think. With pleasure. 16. 16 is good. But I think it's not good enough. Though you are annoying, and no one will ever challenge that, Halcyon, you are not annoying enough to stop Bash Crash from sort of sitting down, rubbing the neck of the unconscious part of himself. Oh, that really stings. And taking a short rest. What if I gift of gabbed my annoying... That wasn't annoying enough, and then I cast a spell Gift of Gap to be more annoying. Uh, That's a high-level spell. I will allow it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'll let you you roll again, but also I want to know, what are you you saying? What is the verbal element you are adding to this annoying show? Oh, you're a big boy. 
Ooh, big big ball. It's a sex date again. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bashel like sits down. Um, he's sort of like just again just massaging the muscles that have that he punched. Um, you're right. I am a big big boy. I'll be okay. It will be fine. I just shoot like little sparks at him. If there are no more shenanigans, we will get to the next round of the combat. Vodir steps up. <clears throat> it's time, citizens, for round three. And he like waves his hands in the air. You see his like clouds in this beautiful empty blue sky start to form and they form into a giant number three floating above the titan for everyone to see and with that let's get underway he waves his hand the gate in front of uh, bash crash buff dwarf wizard and the figure in black and red leather opens all three of them step out uh bash crash looking better uh though their second hit is still out like a light they all step onto the sands inside this large cage arena Vodir continues to speak for your entertainment we bring not only the the sands themselves not only the foul beasts that roam these deserts but we bring you heathens worshippers of false gods so that they may be put to the blade all for your entertainment here in Titan. And then with that, there are cheers from the crowd. Verdir does not summon creatures. Instead, you guys see through the use of like very, very simple wooden wheels, a like some kind of like large wagon is led to the far side of the triangle arena and is like locked in you see middle latches attach to the frame and he quickly waves his hand the door lifts a few gnolls are pushed out and the door slams shut as three gnolls enter the arena they are an a sort of a humanoid hyena is the easiest way to describe them they look savage, feral, they have sharp teeth, wide eyes, and they are glancing all around them, angry at the crowd gathered here to watch them die. They are speaking in Knoll, which, to my knowledge, no one here can speak. So their voices fall on a a crowd uninterested in their pleas. In fact, as they enter the arena, though they are all yelling at the crowd, their voices are quickly drowned out by a, a wall of boo boo uh people start hurling insults and draconic at these these heathens these traitors these enemies of the great city of titan and they are quickly silenced as bash crash runs forward fast as he can no longer shearing his his body in full control of it he reaches over picks up one of the gnolls and then in a full bear hug there is a crack and the gnoll stops moving as the other two leap 
on him. Uh, the the wizard, the buff dwarven wizard, runs forward so that he can get close enough to Bash and Crash to cast a spell. He turns Bash and Crash uh, through a flick of his wrist and a little bit of subtle gray magic. It infuses itself into Bash and Crash. Bash and Crash turn into a, a creature made of solid stone and then they just fall. They collapse on top of the other two gnolls who are very quickly dealt with, reduced to smears underneath this giant stone eaten. Bash and Crash gets up and with a quick bow and a wave to the audience begins throwing all three of the bodies into the center pit. Well, an efficient show, certainly, from our mercenaries. How will the disco union fare against such foul beasts? We shall see soon. Uh, and you have another short break before you all will be entering the arena disco union. Indeed. Disco union, huddle up. Oh no. <laughs> One significant difference, however, is that as everybody is, uh, as the mercenaries are walking back into their cages, um, you see that the figure in black and red leather makes an effort to make sure that Bash slash Crash moves to the far side of their cage so that they can no longer be accosted by Alcia. <laughs> um, I have a, a possible shenanigan, all right? Mm-hmm. So we are aware that some of my spells can stop time, right? Um, <laughs> True. We're also, we're also no, aware what? that Odian's are Sounds very... like he's approaching the bench. <laughs> that Bodian's very You're good on. at digging in the sand, correct? No. <laughs> oh, God. They're not? <laughs> that is not correct. Pretty sure they are. I'm pretty sure that was law that was that was told towards the them being, being living in the in the desert. They don't they don't have a burrow speed. <laughs> they do not have a, a yeah, a burrow speed. They're as good at digging as any other Can race. They? Never mind. <laughs> Your Honor, I rescind my comments. <laughs> I, I object for the record. <laughs> Hairsay, Your, Your Honor. Hairsay. Disco Union, huddle up. I want to draw everyone real close together. And I'm going to whisper. Crazy huddles. It is getting very tiring keeping this up. But I'm sure we will all be fine in the next round, but I... What is our plan for that poor young fool? He needs to survive. I don't know. I don't have any spells that could help him out. Not without being seen, anyway. And, I mean, I've just remembered that I'm not very good at digging, so my whole plan just went to shit. Yes. My thinking is our best bet is to eliminate ourselves from the competition. (laughs) If we leave the cage, then we get eliminated, right? So like a win by DQ But then won't that leave him to... Yes, but then wouldn't... A, we're supposed to die, and B, that would leave him to the other three, that I do not think that they will care that he is by himself. Yes, so we'll have to get them eliminated. 
isn't that the entire plan that we get rid of them and then we die I, I... my thinking is that if we get rid of them in our round somehow like break the bars so that they come out or like push them to the limit so they come out then when we finish our round we go oh no we have to fight the Piku, the grand Piku guard by himself before he has his round so we just kill ourselves out of fear of having to potentially face him I don't know I'm just spitballing because things really don't look good <laughs> things, things look really bad but would that guarantee that he does not have to face the creepy hyena things? The, no, hyena's not that. The creepy, weird creature things. <sighs> you are making a lot of assumptions that we have no information on. I you're, think you're, we need to get through this fight. Because everything after this fight is the problem. We need to get us and Krinst through this fight first before we can even think about other We plans. will be able to get through this fight, no problem. But Krinst by himself could be a problem, so we need to figure out how to get him through the fight. Yep. That's the only problem that we need to solve. I think... I, th I must say, it, it did not seem like a good plan for the almighty leader of these people. Whatever she has done, these people? Clearly not the best people she put for. I, she's, I do not know I mean, what she was thinking. I mean, I'm sure she has a very, very strong reasoning as to why she chose the three that she did. She's a Pintora member, after all, she knows what she is doing. But <clears throat> from our lower tier, it does seem like a bad idea. I'll grant you that. But can I, what I'm can saying I cast... Is that, thank you. Can I cast message to um, Vadir? You take a glance up. You see that Vadir has gotten out of his seat and has made his way over to Ombok, and they are currently having a discussion. That's fine. I'll still do it. Like, Ombok's not going to yeah. hear me. Um, I, I just want to say, um, can you make Krinst's fighters that he's going to face weaker somehow? Like, maybe, I don't know, give them all a lashing before they get in or something like that. Just make it so that he can actually beat them by himself that's all i'm that's all i'm asking don't worry about replying um i mean reply if you want but like that's what i want to say it is a wonderful idea but don't worry i have something else in mind your friend krinst should be fine but this does make things more complicated okay um yeah and i'll just relay that to the group um and just yeah explain that um vadir has a plan has a plan um, so let's just get through this fight. We got this, guys. Oh, very well. Well, time to kick some incarcerated ass. <laughs> Disco Union. <laughs> With that, Vodir takes uh, you passing the attention over to him. And, of course, more heretics to be slain on the Titan Sands. He flicks his hand, the gate opens, so you guys can all enter the arena. Great. Great. Yeah, so um, Squeeb walks in uh, and assumes his uh, natural position on the field in the, in the far left corner, away from everyone. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> waiting for these gnolls to attack. Crixia uh, basically just takes a beeline step out. Um, not too close to the, the middle hole, because knows what's at the bottom of that, but takes quite a center stance. And Tria will take one, like, a few meters to the right of, oh, yeah, I'd say, like, a, a few meters to the right of Crixia, just within step. Yeah, Halcyon is on the right-hand side, but further back, pressed against the cage uh, of Tria, because, again, <laughs> he wants uh, a body between him and these gnolls. He knows is very powerful, but, again, he knows Tria could turn into a bear, so he's, he's hoping <laughs> that when that happens, he'll be small enough to hide away. Yeah, with Crixie and Trier in the center, our spellcasters on the flanks, as far back as they can get from the combat. As the cage opens, immediately you guys can tell something's a little different about the snow as it steps out. Whereas the last three looked panicked and frightened, this snow, not only do they look about 50% bigger than the three that were just killed, but in one hand they hold sort of a wand made of bone, in the other they have a huge staff. They walk out into the arena not as a trapped beast, but with a an odd confidence. They quickly hold the wand to their throat, and they speak in common so that everyone can understand them. You all come to witness my death? Mine? <laughs> no, 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 not my death. <laughs> For my god still lives. And yours is in pieces scattered in the desert. If any of you ever left, you would see the truth. I will not fall here, for my god lives and yours is dead. Uh, and I'm going to give you guys to roll initiative. Fantastic. Okay, uh, 25 to 20. Uh, 21. 23. Natural 21. 23. If that gives me anything. Please. I, I also got a natural 20 Please. Yeah, you Josh. get to go first in combat That's what it means Josh. <laughs> uh, Okay, uh, Jade, what did you get? 19 That's very good That was a critical initiative I mean, we got a natural 20 It's natural <laughs> It's natural It's Maybe it's Maybelline Maybe we uh, <laughs> Lexus, what did you get? Uh, 16. Oh, this is a very high roll. I know. <laughs> Initiative starts. The Noel Shaman was holding an action as he stepped out. He taps his big curled like wooden staff onto the ground. As it does, sort of the like... The black patches in his golden fur start to to grow even darker. And he slams the staff and almost like veins, like dead veins, these little black like tendrils of energy shoot along the golden sand and they trail into the pit in front of all of you guys. Uh, but it is, but they that. do not have initiative. Halcyon. Halcyon's in range. Talk some shit. <laughs> Uh, he's going to. Um, Halcyon is going to. What's he going to say? He's going to go. Hey there, fella. <laughs> if I didn't know better, I 
I, I think that we'd captured a bunch of heretic interns from a null warband. I thought you were supposed to be a ferocious bunch. Here you are, gabbing away, gabbing away about your dead friends. Uh, and I'm going to cast Fisher's Mockery on him. Heck yeah. Uh, uh, so wisdom save, please. Wisdom save? Oh, that's a net one. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I hate that. For three points of psychic damage, and he will have disadvantage on his next check. Uh, and then I'm going to... Bonus action dash. Uh, and I'm going to move up behind Tria and run up and go, Tria, Tria. He's doing some sort of magic. Something in the pit. There's magic happening. I know you're not a mage or an arcane user, so I thought I'd let you know. And then I'm going to dash back. Oh, am I doing just whips around, nods, and then looks back. Alrighty. Yeah, the, the shaman sort of like claws at his face as he feels this, uh, so, this a voice that is like piercingly annoying creep into his mind. Uh, squeep. Squeeb is going to um, open his book um, and just sort of uh, do what he did basically all of, all of the other rounds uh, <laughs> and just read it the whole time. No, <laughs> um, no he's, he's going to cast Magic Missile uh, and all three um, balls of light are just going to shoot directly towards the Shaman. Heck yeah, roll damage. Uh, first one is three damage. Second one is five damage. And third one is two damage. Cool, cool, cool. What the hell was that? Uh, concentration. Ooh. Uh, bolts of energy slam into his body. They are small bolts of energy, though, and the shaman just shrugs them off. Fantastic. Cool. Tria! Uh, Tria is going to bonus action help Crixia. Um, and to do that, she's just gonna like cheer Crixia on. She's just, she's gonna like Crixia will not go down. Crixia the fuck up, uh, like wh- whispering just so that Crixia can hear it. And nobody else can. You, you've got this. We are so ready for this fight. You've never done anything so amazing, except fight this battle. You've got this. You are perfect for it. You were built for it. And you will not go down. Um, and then Tria is going to... I think she's gonna hold her action. Um, she's gonna hold an action to to attack if this guy gets it any closer. Or if anything gets any closer to her. Very cautious turn. Uh, Crixia, you are up next. I would like to move the 40 feet to the uh, the guy. And then that puts me out of range of everybody, right? Yeah, cool. I am going to cast 
arms of Peter. Um, so Crixia kind of like folds in slightly, like her arms like around herself, and then flings her arms out as um, tendrils of like almost smoke, um, like purple uh, tendrils like flash out of her, but within the smoke is like purple what well, looks like electricity, but it's it's clearly more magical than actual like electricity. And the shaman fails. So he'll take the full yes. damage. Yes. And if there's any other side effects of failing, let me know. Uh, on a failed save, a target takes the damage uh, and can't take reactions until it's next time. Hell yeah. How's it going to look side of things? That is four. Horrific spell. And looks over at Squeeb, knowing... <laughs> Seemingly the feeling of amnesia, of deja vu, and seeing this fucking horrific stuff that just, I don't know if Scream looks back, but just basically gives him like a, yeah, like if he could pull on his collar, he would. <laughs> it seems very, very bad. <laughs> uh, that was for eight necrotic damage. <laughs> yeah, some of the Knoll shamans like here. Some of his fur starts to just, like, fall off and, like, withers. And the flesh underneath it is revealed and it is, like, blackened. Gross. Uh, I don't think I've got any... Nah. Uh, I'll, I'll end my turn. After your turn, it is the shaman. Did I break his concentration? Oh, you're right. Did I get I rid of those roll. fucking gross, like, roll. horrible gross things? Fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to know what you that is. You did not break his concentration. No! no. <laughs> so close. He recoils a little bit from this burst of energy as you have crossed the sands to face him and then stands tall. Let me show you that my god okay. lives, that yours has perished. <laughs> I will be the last one standing in this battle. After I am done with your champions, I will break through this cage and I will tear into this crowd. Uh, I need... Uh, well, you are the closest. Uh, Crixia, Fuck. so I need you to make a... <laughs> uh, a dexterity saving throw. Ooh. Okay. 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 I can maybe... I'm not terrible at... Come on. Um... <laughs> Maths, uh, 13? That is a fail. (laughs) I thought so. (laughs) Like the surface of glass, you all watch as a crack appears in the empty space between the shaman and Crixia. It spreads until it shatters, and reaching through is the claw of some great unseen beast. It's a single talon is the size of Crixia as it lifts and it slams down onto her. Uh, and you... Excuse me. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, Josh. What? Like the ten, it, like it lifts and then it slams. It doesn't. No, it lift doesn't me. lift you. It the like claw lifts. lifts up and then slams. And then slams. You into I don't know if this scene. is allowed. As yeah, you... <laughs> I don't think that this is allowed either. I just looked at the rules and it says you can't do that. Yeah, you can't put a <laughs> finger of a god on the board, Josh. <laughs> That's not allowed. Uh, as the shaman, yes. Casts claw of Yenogu. No, no, Josh, don't don't brush over this. No, no. <laughs> I'm looking at the rules. I've got the rules open in another tab. The rules give me a big thumbs up. That's twenty points of force damage. <laughs> cool. Um, and 
because you failed, the claw is like gripped onto you. You can still move, but you feel its presence. Even as the image of it fades, the portal closes. You feel it clinging onto you. Cool, cool. Um, I, you, you know, I'm gonna hellish rebuke that. <laughs> you, heck yeah, hell you yeah. know. <laughs> I think so. Uh, the shaman gets an eleven. Whoa, needed a twelve, sucker. <laughs> Twenty-two Oof. fire damage. Crixia um, yes. will. I know it's the hand, obviously, but Crixia will look the creepy null thing in the eye um, and say, What makes you think you know what god I worship? As her eyes flash with the purple energy. <laughs> Go off, Crixia. You. Perfect. You do yeah, an incredible amount of fire damage. Um, blast across the front of this shaman you alight the top of his staff it catches fire and you break his concentration on tongues so he literally ca- does not have a comeback he cannot speak back to you in common <laughs> fuck yes take that little shit <laughs> incredible amount of damage blasts over him you look up behind him and the crowd has like leaned back away as the flames escape the metallic cage that you're all fighting in. But as the dust settles, there is still a mad smile on the shaman. And the black (coughs) tendrils that had shot out of his staff disappear, as one by one, all of the bodies inside the pit start to crawl out of it. Yeah. Is that that not a concentration thing? No, it's not. Not good. And Zolti, come on. The <laughs> three guy. dead gnolls and the body of Zolti all crawl out of the pit, and it uh, is their turn. Oh, Zolti looks better in undeath than he did before he died. Woohoo! Disco Union. I, I also I hate to be that person, but would that also mean that the first guard uh, comes no. back? Or did he only have he like only four? He only has four. Ah, cool. Uh, just check it. Oh, cool. Great thing I held my action. <laughs> yes, you can strike out at one of these creatures as they crawl out of the pit. Uh... Two of them rush towards you, uh, Tria, and one apiece sprint. They like, as they crawl out, they run on all fours, even Zolti, um, as they Ew. sprint across the oh, sand. Come on. It's like this black energy in their eyes as, yeah. They spread out, two go towards Tria, one to Halcyon, one to Squeeb. Christ. Well, uh, is Zolti still holding a gun? <laughs> uh, no, he did not bring the rifle out. Uh, all all four of these creatures are unarmed. Cool. Uh, Tria is going to attack the Null standing next to her. <laughs> um, she... Does the 17 hit? It does. Perfect. Da, 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 da. Oh, not great. It's four damage. You lash out, you strike this creature. There is no reaction to the damage it takes. You see it dealt. You see your weapon pierce flesh, but this creature is beyond caring. Uh, <laughs> cool. I think that's my health action. 
Hmm. Cool, cool. Uh, that is the Witherling's turn. Top of the round, Halcyon. Um. Oh, trying to think. Halcyon sees this creature and is like, hmm, no thanks. Knowing what Halcyon knows about spells, would it be, would he, like, he understands concentrating on spells, right? So would, would it be a leap for him to think, oh, this shaman is concentrating to animate these creatures? The shaman is not concentrating to animate these creatures. Okay. That changes things. And Halcyon's going to keep talking shit, though. So Halcyon's going to use his bonus action to disengage uh, as a little goblin. And he's going to get away from the undead uh, null that is right in front of him. Uh, and then he's going to run up towards Crixia and away from all of the other undead that are surrounding Trea. Because uh, he's a little shit-eater like that. Great. Uh, and he's going to look at the null shaman and go, Hey, Mr. Shaman, I knew your god was alive. He was playing Divine Fetch, and the god queen was throwing his bone for him. <laughs> Let's go, Union! Uh, <laughs> incredible. <laughs> I'll get another, another wisdom save. That is a 17 on his wisdom oh, save. Oh, he's going to pass. He's going to pass. Isn't it now disadvantage because the... of your last one? Oh, That's disadvantage on attack rolls. It's just attack oh. rolls, yeah, yeah. Oh, lame. Um, okay. Well, it's all that Halcyon can do. Can end my turn. <laughs> the shaman says something in Null, but you don't speak Null, so it falls on deaf ears. I don't understand your dog language. Squeeb, <laughs> <laughs> Squeeb uh, is going to <laughs> when he can't exactly get away here. Unless he wastes his action. Uh, so he is going to... So if I shoot a fireball at null number five, the one that's closest to him, that'll be at disadvantage, Jay. Yeah. Yes, the the rabid, sort of like undead null that is right in front of you is too close. I shall do that. Uh, and that is... That is... Let me tell you what that is. That is... Oh yeah, that is a dirty 20. Dirty, 18, dirty 20 hits. All damage. Damage coming right up. Uh, and the damage is 7 fire damage, please. Oof. Yeah, as you do so, again, this streak of flame burns this creature. It has no reaction, no pain. Um... But it does look somewhat diminished. The energy that is animating it seems to have lessened. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and I will end my turn. Okay. Tria! Yep. It do be. Doobie doobie do. Where uh, <laughs> Surrounded uh, by Uh, yeah, Tria's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Tria's gonna lash out at the null that she previously lashed out at. Um, does a twenty-one hit? It does. Yes, it does. And for the damage, that's a three. <laughs> that is fine. Everything is fine. Nothing is wrong. I'm chilling. 
Uh, I think being surrounded by undead creatures, uh, Tree is gonna bonus action shift. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Uh, oh, I just need to calculate how much health I get from that. Oh, thank you very much for the high scroll. I get an, uh, 10 temporary hit points and a plus one to my armor class. Nice. Because it's been a while. Can you just uh, remind us what it looks like when you shift to turn into a bit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tria, like, hunches over uh, and then flicks her head backwards and roars as her skin starts to sprout fur from every part of her body um her like human-esque features all start to like transform their way into like a longer spout um and you can just hear like bones cracking and like things tearing um and her her clothes sink into the form uh not dissimilar to a wild shape because we don't need naked Tria in the arena. <laughs> yeah, you spent so long uh, making her outfit. It would be a shame if yeah, they were destroyed. The mask, though, the mask of the Disco Union stays on top of the bear's face. Nothing. Uh, the rest yeah. of it goes in. The Even mask the bear's unionized. It's, it's, it's just, <laughs> just a giant bear wearing a mask. Um, and that is going to be Tria's turn. Um. There are some oohs from the crowd as they see you transformed away full beer. <laughs> Crixia, face to face with the shaman. Am I still underneath the hand? Or did that Thank like disappear you when it's reminding me? You feel the hand pull away, and as it does, you feel one of the claws, the giant claws, scratch at you. Uh, you take. Why did I remind you? <laughs> Take nine points of force damage at the start of your turn. And the claw is gone. I hate to tell you guys. Oh no. Fuck. I know I said I wouldn't. <laughs> no. I know. The streak is in. Um, but Krigsy's down. Okay, alright. <laughs> Only we had a healer in the party. If only. All right. Uh, then that is your turn. I assume I need to make a death. Maybe. No, technically that's at the start of your turn, so you're good. Ah, okay. Cool. As you fall to the ground, uh, the shaman who is up next actually catches you before you hit the sand. Very gentlemanly he, of him. <laughs> by, by, the, by your armor, he grips the armor and then holds you up, lifts you off the ground, points at you, and because he loves grandstanding, he will use his action to cast tongues again. This is one of many. You think you are safe behind your walls? You've put me in a cage. It is only moments before my god will tear you to pieces. And then drops you to the ground. Uh, that is the shaman. Oh no, sorry. He's going to very confidently stride towards the pit in the center. 
and then to finish off his turn lets out this horrific like hyena it's like part roar part laugh and as he does so all of the creatures that he's brought back to life even Zolti's cobalt form echo the exact same like animalistic howl back and that's his turn Uh, after him it is all the witherlings yay we love witherlings do we though I do Uh, first of all I gotta see if the big claw comes back does not come back cool alright witherlings so I hate to say it Tria but there are three next to you so they're all gonna make attacks against you Uh, on all fours these animalistic like zombies all three of them try to bite you uh what do we get oh uh we get a 18 a 13 and a 9 uh only the 18 will hit that was a 13 and a 9 for the other two eh? yeah Uh, yeah only one of them will hit and then they'll make their second attacks that is a uh 13 a 20 and a 15 yeah, the two of those will hit. It's three hits. <clears throat> bop, bop, bop. You take 13 points of damage total. So glad I had those extra hit points. Thank you very much being a bear. Uh, and having dealt damage, all three of them collapse the ground dead again. <laughs> that's what they need to do perfect cool uh, there is however a knoll in front of Squeeb that knoll will also try to bite him bring it on uh, I'll do these one at a time because I know you can shield how many attacks uh, do they have what the hell they have two uh, the first to hit is a 14 uh, yeah that'll hit <laughs> so does it drop and take <laughs> does it die <laughs> no they get to do both their attacks yeah. uh, and the next one is a 15 <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. Cool. That's two hits. <laughs> this could be uh, this rabid knoll, this zombie knoll bites you twice, and it does eight points of piercing damage as it tears okay. into your your Bodian hide and then collapses to the ground as the energy leaves it. Great. That is the Witherlings. Top of the round, Halcyon. So Halcyon has seen all of the Witherlings fall to the ground? Yeah. Oh. Um, and can I remove them from the, the board? Too. No, you cannot. Oh. <laughs> Please? <laughs> um, Halcyon is going to shout out, Hyunian, a comrade is down. We need to help them. Uh, and Halcyon inside is like, oh, fuck, fuck. Uh, and he feels the weight of the metal sitting in his flesh. Uh, and he's going to run up towards the shaman uh, who is by the hole and is going to, like like a weird little old goblin Spider-Man, lash out with the goblin oath blade as this whip of severe metal lunges from ten feet away towards this knoll shaman. He's going to make an attack, signing the death warrant. <laughs> of how party. I'm just getting in early. 
I assume a 23 hit? Oh, yeah. For seven slashing damage. Boom. That's way more than three, Harris. This is good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come pick on someone lesser than your size, you fuck. As you strike, uh, the shaman instinctively, like, cowers. Uh, as they do, you see that uh, on their back, there are many other uh, similar injuries oh. that you can assume they were given while in Titan's oh. wonderful presence. Oh, you're a whipped pup. No surprise. Come and get me. <laughs> Disco Union. Now I'm going to moonwalk back. Uh, 10 feet, really trying to goad him to come after me to clear a path on the other side for uh, Squeeble Trader. Hopefully, go and help our friend. Heck yeah. I'll uh, Squeeb. Squeeb is, since it's that thingamabob is down, I'm no longer in combat, correct? That's great. Um. Uh, so Squeeb is going to uh, head towards Crixia. Um, <clears throat> not dashing, because um, he's well aware that it takes a little bit of time to fully die. Um, so, <laughs> so he's <laughs> he's what he's hoping for is is for like he's on his way, but he's like hoping that um, Crixia will be able to save herself before he gets there. Um, but. We'll, we'll see. Um, so he's going to cast Firebolt. Just do all the hard yeah. work, Crixia. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to help by uh, keeping this shaman off your back uh, and cast Firebolt at this um, stupid little gnome. That is a 19 to hit. That'll hit. <laughs> or for nine fire damage. Uh, Big damage. Nice. Damage. It burns more fur off. This shaman, with each like strike from you guys, just looks more rabid and feral. That's Squeeb. It is Tree's turn. And then Crixia. Tree is gonna bonus action dash. Two get two. Oh, yeah. Tree is gonna run around the pit past Squeeb. Going the long past way. Past the shaman. <laughs> and get to. Get to Crixia. Yeah. Uh, Tree is gonna run over and then she's going to use her action to help Crixia, maybe? That will give Crixia advantage on her next death save. Well, you, can, uh, you can stabilize, right, as an action? Uh, it's I a stabilize? medicine check, I think, to stabilize. Yeah. God, I'm not great at those ones. Yeah, Crixia will sort herself out. She's just taking yeah. a bit of, like, she's just chilling. <laughs> I have faith know. that Crixia is going to get a nat 20 on her third death save. <laughs> well, help action you, yeah, she's gonna. Yeah, she's got help action to get advantage on her death save. So please roll a twenty. <laughs> yeah, you quickly like you wrap some some of the spare fabric that's uh, over some of the wounds and do your best to help stabilize your friend. Uh, it is Crixia. Crixia, roll me a death, a death saving throw with advantage. Go, let's go. Come on. Come on. Go. Cool. Rolled. 
Well, that's my point. I hate that. Oh, you know I'm not telling you. <laughs> Harris, you can't say shit, my man. I like... love that. For the people at home, Lexus has chosen not to tell anyone <laughs> whether it's a pass or a fail to make things spicier. We don't care so about don't pass or fail, guys. All we care about is net Go 20, on. and we're giving it three tries. Well, two tries. <laughs> exactly. Amazing. Crazy can't die. <laughs> If she doesn't get a next net training on twenty on her next one, we'll stabilize it. Don't worry, guys. It's fine. Also, I am just going to point out. I very much believe that Harris saying Crixie can't die. He gives no shits about my character. He just wants to make sure he will eventually <laughs> find out the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> I rolled. The shaman does not get his ability to summon Yonogu back, so he's going to have to play this game normally. Uh, before he lets tongues drop one last time, he says, I place a curse upon all of you who would sit here and watch me as if I was some beast. Your city will crumble. Your leaders will die. And I swear this upon my very bones. Uh, He drops tongues, points at you, Halcyon, and he's going to cast heat metal on your, the whip you used to hit him with. Uh, Oh no. Is it not in my arm? Oh no. It's sticking out of your arm. You can see. <laughs> oh, that's really gonna hurt. <laughs> Do I make a save? Uh, I'm just double checking because you might not. So, heat metal makes you drop it, right? Depending on like the save and blah. Normally, yeah. unless you can't. If you yeah. can't, if you can't drop it, is that it just, it just sets you on fire? Any creature in physical t- contact with the object takes 2d8 fire when you cast the spell. Uh, on two spellions bonus action to do the damage again if a creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can if it doesn't drop the object it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn Uh, so that's what's happening so as this uh, powerful ancestral goblin weapon starts to glow red hot you take eight points of fire damage. And you now have disadvantage on your attack rolls and ability checks while this thing is burning. Oh, sorry. No, you make a... a oh, you can't drop the object. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. It just hurts. Uh, the shaman takes a glance at you, Tria, sees that you're helping Crixia, and he's going to take a wander over to Squeeb. That they're in melee. Um, are you sure Sorry. about that? Yep. Fuck, that's not cool, bro. <laughs> that's, that's not cool. <laughs> that's not cool. Uh, and the shaman will end his turn by tapping his staff on the ga- the ground, and a bunch of black tendrils shoot out to the four corpses on the far side oh, of the arena. God. That's his turn. Uh, the withlings go Stop next. On them. They are going to get up and dash. Fuck. Let's see who's closest. Squeebs over here. Oh. Uh, these two. So they split into two groups of two. Zolti and one of the gnolls go over to the gnoll shaman and surround Squeeb. The other two gnolls are going to launch themselves towards Halcyon. Uh, Halcyon. God. <laughs> Too much more to speak through. Uh, however, they do not get to attack. Top of the round, Halcyon. Okay. All right. Um... Halcyon's arm is on fire. He is in a lot of pain. Uh, how's the old shaman looking? 
He's looking very hurt. Okay. I'm going to bonus action disengage. Halcyon's ducking and weaving underneath these undead gnolls that have approached him, and I'm going to run around the pit, getting closer to Tria and Gracia. Seeing Tria not doing anything other than being like, don't die! Going to be like, hey, Union Art, you really should, I don't know, stabilize those wounds. <laughs> Keep running around. <laughs> Keep running around, and with my burning hot whip, um, yeah, I'm going to... What I would like to do is lash out in a way that is a grapple, if I if I can. If you'll allow a shenanigan, I would I would like to lash out as a grapple if I can. The idea being that I want to try like wrap this red hot whip around this creature's neck and like like I got a big one on the line and try and hold it. <laughs> That's so good. I love that. Yeah, roll roll to hit, and if you hit, that's the grapple confirmed. All right. Well, I'll be doing so. Gonna need a bigger, bigger arena. <laughs> Very good. Thank you. I'll be doing so at disadvantage. Thank you. Uh, it's a twelve at this point. Uh, are you hitting the shaman or one of the the gnolls? The shaman. The shaman has an AC of fourteen. You do not Damn. hit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've disengaged and I've tried an attack. I will end my turn. Uh, after Halcyon, Squeeb, you are absolutely surrounded. Um, your former nemesis, Zolti, is like howling in your face on all fours like an animal. Squeeb is going to risk it for the nausea. <laughs> Either way, these guys are going to attack him. So, Squeeb's going to risk it one person at a time. So he's going to move out of combat of Knoll number five and stay in combat with Zulti and the Shaman. Number number five. You making an attack? They will make an opportunity attack. Little bit of reading, what these no it's all the null names. Reader and Sandra. Uh, oh, I didn't. I gotta roll a hit first, oh bud. What the hell? Uh, big miss. That's an eleven. Yes. All right. He's gonna continue moving <laughs> to around here, so Zulti gets an opportunity attack. Does he collapse? He does not collapse. He's not taking Damn. his action. Uh, 10 alright beautiful <laughs> beautiful beautiful oh, t- uh, sorry 10, 10 would have been a hit but he'll cast shield cool cool um, <laughs> yeah the Zulti like feral foaming at the mouth tries to bite you and instead like his teeth hit the force of your magical shield yeah so, so cast just in time Squeeb just like um, as he's moving just like puts his hand up and just like um, like uh, he puts his hand up, like, as in, like, stop, and then, like, uh, puts all of his fingers down but his index and just, like, waves, no, 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 um, as he moves <laughs> moves down to, uh, moves around the the knoll. Um, and for his action, oh, actually, you can't cast two spells on the same turn, eh, and shield is technically a spell. Uh, if it's a reaction, I think it's fine. 
<laughs> so Squeeb is going to um, flick to a page in his book, uh, a newer page, um, and he starts uh, drawing sort of crosses in the sand uh, and then uh, crosses in the sand indicating sort of where the enemies are, like in the way that he's facing. Um, and then he draws a line straight through them. Um, and he is going to cast uh, Agazar's Scorcher uh, and the Null, Zulti, and Null number five. Null Mumbo number five. Need to make a DC five? 13 dex save, please. Uh, let's roll Roasting. for the Witherlings first. Uh, what's the DC? 13. 13? They have minus one to their dexes, so that's two 11s. So they both fail. Hell yeah. Uh, and let's roll for the Shaman. Uh, also a fail. Hell also yeah. Fail. Yes. Right, so they will, They're too slow. They will all take max damage, which <laughs> which is three sixes. That is so... <laughs> So fitting. Oh. Um, so they will all take yes. 18 fire damage, please. What does that look like, Squeeb? Um, so yeah, as he, he draws, like, to everyone just looking as he's sort of uh, casting the spell, um, he, he says, <laughs> he just says, um, he says the, the words Agazar's Scorcher, um, draws the line across all three of the X's that he's put in the sand, um, and then sort of just lifts his finger really slowly. Like his eyes start like um, glowing with like flames uh, and he just points in, in the direction that the fire is going to shoot out. Um, and then like like a laser, like super fast. It's not like a torrent of fam- flames. It's just like a hot, very fast, like freezer energy blast laser out of his finger. And it just goes straight through all three of them. Let's fucking you go. scorch Noel number five. You scorch Zalty. Their bodies quickly turn to ash. You also kill the Noel Shaman. Yes. Let's go. Yes. <sighs> he has no chance for a retort or a comeback as you reduce his body to a pile of ash on the sands beneath you. And as he does, the other two Noles, animated by his dark magic, also collapse to the ground. Not a hint of life. And we exit initiative. <coughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that that went well overall. <coughs> I did say that I'd never go down, but, uh, you know, I took all the hits so my teammates could come through. But if you want to know if uh, <coughs> they eventually save me next week, go back and listen. Follow us on our socials. <coughs> Lost Cause Pod, you know, we have email too. <coughs> Sorry, the blood's coming up. I need to go. See you next week. <laughs>